This week's episode is sponsored by Butter Skin, a new line of skincare that's formulated specifically for melanin-rich skin tones like mine. It's a simple three-step kit that features a gentle cleanser, a vitamin C serum, and a moisturizer that help reduce the appearance of dark spots and hyperpigmentation. This stuff is magic in a bottle for our skin, and um, it features organic shea butter that is sourced directly from Ghana. I love the glow that it gives my skin. So Butter is giving a 20% discount to our listeners um, on their complete skincare kit when you use the code GROWN at checkout. Just go to ButterSkin.com to get the glowing skin you've always wanted. That's ButterSkin, B-U-T-T-A-H-S-K-I-N.com. And use the code GROWN at checkout to get your 20% off. Well, praise the Lord, niggas. This is your girl, Kia, reporting to you live from the ghettos of adulthood, the worst that I've ever endeavored to live in. Um, bringing you greetings from myself and Jade. We're, we're doing something a little different this week. Um, wanted to continue to give you guys content, um, but needed to make some some space and time in our lives to figure out what's going on. I'm dealing with the death of my family um, on top of, you know, uh, the pandemic, the double pandemics that we're negotiating right now of COVID-19 and you know, centuries of systemic racism. Um, So we needed to take a little time and space um, for ourselves this week, but still wanted to continue to bring you guys the dopest of content. Um, So praise the Lord niggas uh, (laughs) all around. Um, We're going to do something a little bit different um, and do a rerun of an older episode. One of our earlier episodes, this is from 2017. It, It feels like, just yesterday, you were just getting started, but this is one of our earlier episodes from our very first year of podcasting where we talked about stress and stress management in an episode called No Stress Zone. So we're excited to rerun this episode for you. We share tips and strategies that are key and quintessential for women, women of color, um, specifically um, black women um, and, you know, persons of color, all, all populations of color navigating, um, you know, stress and stressful situations in the bodies that we are in. Um, so we talk about that and share some awesome dope resources that are still available and still relevant so um take a listen and uh, let us know what you think we're setting us we're setting up for a a deeper conversation that we hope to have next week around practicing radical joy and we're going to have a very special guest we're going to have our good sis hey friend hey um around the kitchen table to join us so check out no stress zone um this little blast from the past this little rerun episode courtesy of Jade and myself. We're really excited to bring it to you. Um, And we look forward to uh, gathering around the kitchen table yet again next week. We love you guys down. Enjoy. Hello, hello. Hey, hello, hello. 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 No? No. You don't... (laughs) Trash. I don't remember. What is that? That's Erica. Oh, it is. Mother do. You're What's right. going on, sis? Oh, child. I'm doing all right. Uh, can't complain. How are you doing? I'm all right. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Grown with well, Jade and Kia. You better sing it. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Our Folly and Foolishness as we tried to figure out adulthood fumbling all the way. Yeah, everybody doing all right this week. I hope I hope everyone's doing well. Shout out to everyone who listened to last week's episode. We've gotten such great and positive feedback yes. from us talking about our mamas and how we're turning into them. 
We definitely have. So many of you all have tweeted us, emailed us, messaged us on Facebook. Um, we saw all of you and we're glad that, you know, the, the episode was able to resonate with you a little bit. We'll definitely try to pick up that discussion maybe at a later time because it seemed like there's so much more. Yeah, man. And we're going to continue to turn into our mamas uh, and learn new new ways that we are uh, transforming. So I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about in the future. Yeah. Um, and shout out to even those people who reached out to us and let us know that they lost their moms at early ages yes. or they, um, you know, are struggling with strained relationships with their moms. You know, we're glad that you were able to listen to the episode and still find um, something to connect to um, and doing and listening to it. So shout out to y'all as well. Thanks for listening. And what we want to talk about this week, sis? Lots of lots of foolishness so on the internet. So much foolishness on the internet. And also, we're going to slide from that into how we can manage our stress because there is a fellow black woman in the streets. Uh, I would say debatable, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> who is okay, dealing I'm, with a lot of stress right now. I'm not sure where you're going, but I'm going to just follow along. Tiny. Poor Tiny. Is it poor Tiny? It's really not. It's really not. It's really not poor Tiny because Tiny has made poor decisions. (laughs) I'm not not feeling poor Tiny at all. Nothing about me is feeling sorry for Tamika. I don't feel sorry for Tamika. Not really. Not really. I did Um, initially, but then we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I I felt bad for her at first and then it went away because she just did. She she just she just wiped it all away clean. So T.I., Hmm. I'm sure we all have seen T.I.'s birthday message, his heartfelt, and I say heartfelt because he sincerely meant the bullshit that he said Lord Jesus, to his wife, his estranged wife, <laughs> mm-hmm. Tamika Cottle Harris. Mm. So what we're going to do is we are going to read T.I.'s problematic Instagram post. Help us, God. And we're just going to dissect it a bit. So we've been asked the Twitter. The Twitter asked me because I read it just a few days ago, and I reacted on my timeline. And one of our listeners, actually several of our listeners, asked that we discuss it on the show. I'm not really sure what there is to say about it, but we are trying to please the people. So, sis, do you want to read this garbage, or do you want me to read it? I'll read it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Happy G-Day to my beautiful, lovely, little, loud mouth, argumentative, know-it-all, shit-kicking, cap-ass, Southside partner. My God. Did I say that right? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> At Major Girl. As a couple, no, no um, punctuation. Uh, as a couple, we've experienced some of the greatest moments in our lives together and burnt a hole in a bunch of big bags of money in some of the most beautiful, comma used incorrectly, in some <laughs> of the most beautiful places in the world. And while I may have fucked up and still have so many more fuck ups in me on so many levels, My God. comma, another comma used in an inappropriate place. One thing that another one used in another inappropriate place <laughs> that's never going to change is how I consider you in ellipses with one too many dots and a space. Four dots. And a space and a capital. You are, comma, using the wrong space. Have been been always in the wrong space. (laughs) Also in that space. And always be one of the best friends that I have in the world. We've done just about all there is to do. Another comma, no space. Good and bad. I remember for a long time, we couldn't even spend a day apart from one another. We were so emotionally connected. Then we were forced to, quote unquote, do time. 
You did time. There's no quote unquote. Like you actually did it apart back to back. That shit sucked, huh? Should have used the comma after the sucked. But then we pop back. <laughs> okay, you're actually doing a great job of catching all of these errors. You are missing a couple. But <laughs> There's so many. I will continue to let you continue. Go ahead and read this. Go ahead. Yeah. Then we pop back up on their ass and show the world how cool raising kids could be on Family Hustle. While they may have put a few million more people than we'd like in our personal intimate business, you did that. It also became an example for so many who didn't have one in the air who didn't have one in the areas of of parenting, family, and marriage and hip hop. That's mm. some real stand up shit to be proud of. Mm. We have seven amazing kids who all have enough skills, smarts, talent, and ability to take care of us in our old age. Now that's awesome. And while most of these nosy, no business having, overly opinionated, fake caring ass people would mm. see it as a breakup, I see it differently. In my eyes, we didn't break up. We evolved into something unconditional. A relationship that supersedes fidelity. What? Say that one more time. <laughs> say that one more time, please. Let me say it for the people. Let me say it for the people. A relationship that supersedes fidelity. Physical presence Mm. (laughs) (laughs) or any other disagreement we may have disagreement we may have faced. Mm. What we have is stronger than the bullshit. And for that, I'm thankful. We've taught each other things that allow us to continue to raise hell and kick shit for many moons. Hmm. Keep pressing your line and polishing your shine. Mrs. H. Wow. Enjoy this day. That's a celebration of the day the Lord gave us you. Kick big shit for that with mm. eternal love, respect, no com- no, no comma, and admiration, tip, big daddy, king senior, Mr. Harris, hashtag happy birthday, Mrs. H. Woo, I am overwhelmed. I'm exhausted. I'm Before exhausted. we talk about it, can, sis, can you read her response? I will do my best to do that. Okay. <laughs> Tiny responds, oh, big daddy, can't do nothing but say, I will always love you forever and a day, exclamation point. Always said you, the letter, not the word, were the man to make all my dreams come true. My one of a kind, king slash partner, LOL, dot, dot. Not dot, 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 just two dots. All right. Two. I'll let you slide this time with that one. Two exclamation points. Anywho. Anywho. (laughs) Anywho. Thanks for capital everything. <laughs> Not all caps, just the E. Just the capital E everything, especially those seven kids, dot, dot, dot. Now show up and show out like I know you to do, um, exclamation point. She left another comment after that that said, you still my king. Mr. Harris, they should all know that with some emojis in there. Winky, smiley, tongue face. Whew, Lord have mercy. So this is some bullshit because... <laughs> All right. Who Lord have mercy. I First line, happy J- GJ to my. Okay. I guess she's still your wife. No, no, no. He didn't say wife. He said beautiful, lovely, little, loud mouth, argumentative, know-it-all, shit-kicking, cap-ass, Southside partner. That's that. He partner. did not say wife. He friend-zoned his wife. But then he called her my. Well, you know, possession. This is, this is possessive. Contradiction. 
All right. So they as a couple, we've experienced some of our greatest moments in our lives, some of the greatest moments in our lives together and burn a hole in a whole bunch of big bags of money in some of the most beautiful places of the world. You can't deny that. Okay, they have, Yeah. All right. You know. OK. Sure. That's fine. Yeah. And while I say I may have fucked up and still have so many more fuck ups in me. Well, that right wow, there. I don't understand. When well, you literally just. I mean, he, I feel like his latest, um, his latest uh, diary of the of the fingertips, in which he decided that he was going to tell us that, that his marriage was a distraction. Well, you know, I'm the, I don't dis, I I don't disagree with the fact that he has major many more fuck ups in him. That's on many levels. <laughs> this is this is actually the truest and most accurate portion of the comments mm. that he made entirely. Okay. He said that he has fucked up and he's not finished fucking up. That is a not one lie. I don't see one lie right there because evidently he's warning us that, that this is the stupid is yet to come. And that has turned out to be very true. So I'm I don't have a problem with this. All right. Um, All right. One thing that's never going to change is how I consider you. Debatable. (laughs) Which is an interesting choice of words, but fine. You are, comma, have been, comma, and always will be one of the best friends I have in the world. Friend zone. I remember for a long time, we couldn't even spend a day apart. Now, is it a part or a part? Cause you know this, there's the word apart, right? Where we gotta read between the lines. See that it was a part because he was playing a part. Okay, he was playing a role. Ah, ah, feel me, feel me, feel me. You have better. You have. Better. I speak, I'm, nigga. I speak, you nigga. Do. I you speak better nigga translate fluently. this, nigga. Ease. I'm into it. You better go ahead. I got all your all sign right. language. All right. <laughs> we appreciate you. We need you, apparently, because this, I don't understand any of this. I'm fluent in NSL. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, okay. Where I lost my place. It's been apart from one another. We were so emotionally connected. Then we were forced to, quote, do time apart. You did time back to back so they did so this is the thing the apart here suggests <laughs> a part a p a r t suggests that the the two parts are separated by distance right mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. so they're separated by a distance at a, spe- a specified difference from each other in time or in space so he's saying that they did time apart, apart. right back to back yes so is it apart or is it back to back are we talking about time? Okay, some, somebody just help me understand. Okay, but you know, right. words yeah. do mean things. You know, y'all just yeah. be out here arbitrarily using them all willy-nilly, but it's fine. You know, I just need clarity. T.I. You know uses a lot because he feel, it makes he it feel good. Too many so many words. You know, yeah. especially you should not. The, the responsibility that we have as people who use words is that we should know how to use them. We should know what they mean. Yeah. But, you know, that's neither here nor there, apparently, for Mr. Harris. So uh, then we popped back up on their ass and showed the world how cool raising kids could be on Family Hustle. All right. I agree. 
fine. You know, because I watch the show. I'm I a big fan it. of Major. Major is my favorite Major Harris. Major is and, my um, boy. You know, I, I actually, I tried to, to it. I agree that and I, that that we needed more examples of actual real life families on television, mm-hmm. and I appreciated the fact that through the family hustle, we were able to see a real family navigating real family things. It was not about you know, and and although they were they they are celebrities, they were still a very grounded, relatable family that we could they all you know get into get you know we could all watch and be entertained by. So I I did enjoy the family hustle. We um, watched it as a family. We did. I liked how, you know, T.I. always spent time with each one of his kids. Each one of his yeah. kids got time on camera. It was never mm-hmm. any, you know, breakaway stars. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, a. I thought it was nicely done. So I this is so why, too. this is why, because of my love and appreciation for the family hustle, this is why these comments are so hurtful and just uh, yeah. discouraging to me. But while that may have put a few million more people that then we'd, like in our personal intimate business it also became an example for so many who didn't have one in the areas of parenting family and marriage in hip-hop right all fair i do not dispute that that's some amazing real stand-up shit to be proud of Agreed. agreed we have seven amazing kids who all have enough skills smarts talent and ability to take care of us in our old age all fair yes now that's awesome True indeed yes, it, it is. is. Yes. While most of the... Now, this is when I start to get upset. This yeah. While most of these nosy, no-business-having, overly-opinionated, fake, caring-ass people would see it as a breakup. Um, you told your First wife of she all, was a distraction. And you told her on national television. This is my problem. There's, all the, there's always people who literally publicize and promote their business and then get upset when we talk about it you signed a contract with vh1 so that we would watch your business you asked us to watch it you invited us to watch it you would get on instagram and tell us to watch a family hustle on vh1 on monday nights at nine we watched it the opening song whatever the shit is called that like all the kids like we saw we literally saw your bed like we yeah. literally watched your family climb Absolutely. in your bed. Absolutely. We literally watched Tiny put her little leg over your <laughs> little leg, like in the opening segment of the show. But now we nosy and no business having, and right. because we have opinions about the business that you showed us, we have, you know, we, we fake caring as people. And right. although you actually said, I do not want to be married. My marriage is actually a burden and a hindrance to me realizing my optimal purpose and potential. You said that. Mm -hmm. You said that. And because we feel a way about it, we wrong, not you. I'd like to point out the fact that um, T.I. and Tiny have been together as long as we have known about T.I. and Tiny. Um, And I would like to say that T.I. has put out... I'm serious. Trap music, urban legend, King, T.I. versus T.I.P., Paper Trail, No Mercy, Trouble Man, and Paperwork, all while being married to Tiny. I would also like to point out the fact that T.I. has subjected us to his acting in ATL, American Gangster Takers, <laughs> Identity Thief, House of Lies, Get Hard, Entourage, Ant-Man, Roots, Pop Star, Never Stop Stopping, Sleepless, what? Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands, all while he was married to Tiny. I would like to point out the fact that I know a number of T.I. songs Mm -hmm. in the entire time he was married to Tiny. (laughs) 
Listen, I mean, what? That's a hell of a distraction if I ever, I mean, I just. So I just, okay, so we could just go there. It's it's an issue for me that you, he, he can say, okay, well, let me just keep reading. It says, in my eyes, we didn't break up. We evolved into something unconditional. So what, what evolved if y'all broke up? I mean, yeah. like what? So you don't have a relationship. Okay. He said a relationship that supersedes fidelity. Now I know what words mean. Not yeah. all of them, but I know what some words mean. I know what it means to supersede something. And I know yeah. what fidelity means. Right. right? And I know so they don't go together. I just feel, I just feel <laughs> some sort of way because I feel yeah. like he's saying that the relationship itself actually replaces and overrides fidelity. But if you being loyal, like what loyalty to what, if you're not being loyal to the relationship, Am I? Am I? Is it me? Am I? Do, is, no. Am I crazy? Because mm. I just feel like if you, okay, your loyalty, relationship, loyalty, 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 it supersedes fidelity and it supersedes physical presence. That's what he said, right? Right. So, so I'm trying to figure out y'all so together, y'all don't have to be together. That's it. <laughs> y'all so together, y'all could be apart. Speak, nigga. Is that what's happening? That's exactly what he's. That's what he's saying, sis. He's saying like you know. Like, you know, our we relationship is We can just, be apart and still be together. That's Fair. it. Fascinating. That's fascinating. Let me tell you something. We can still be divorced and you still Mrs. H. That's dumb as hell. It's the dumbest That's thing fun. I've ever heard in my life. I don't yeah. understand anything like that. And Stupid. it's irresponsible. And, I, and what troubles me the most is that tiny and them old foolish eyeballs she got in her face. On, foolish. Going to sit around, going to sit around and... This man told her, I'm going to give you this car. I really dig you. Like, you like my best friend forever. But as far as, like, actually doing right by you, I can't fade it. Right? right. I'm not interested in doing that. Listen. Me actually being with you and doing right by you is holding me back it's holding me back. all that I'm supposed to be. So I'm just going to let you do you and I'm going to do me. But you can still be my wife. Yeah. I, so... You know, whatever. And and this to that, she responds and still calls this nigga my king. My so, king. My king. So king also has meaning. You know what I'm saying? Meaning, like king means like dominion. It means authority. It means rule. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if you subscribe to, you know, biblical definitions of what it means to be a husband and the husband as the leader of the household. Okay. All right. Then king might be appropriate for you but if this nigga says i don't even like you enough to actually cherish you and treat you like you are my wife yeah like i don't even like you know what i'm saying like you are a distraction from actually the stuff that i really want to be doing i really dig you you know we friends and everything and i love you and if somebody talk oh bad God, about you on the bad. internet i'm gonna ride for you but as far as All these guns. you know as far as me not having you out here looking stupid. <laughs> you That's, know what I'm saying? As far I, as I me not out here having you looking stupid on the internet, I actually feel like that's going to be a strain on me. But to that, she says, I still allow you to be my king. Yeah, and my king. I just, as someone who is a father to daughters, I just wonder, <laughs> I wonder how then can you, like, what was, what was his expectation be? If some nigga said to Deja, his daughter, or Eris Harris, his other daughter, which I'll just let that sit with what you for a Because he or has exactly. been Neek, Neek. If some nigga was to say to Neek, Neek, 
I don't, you know, we cool. You my nigga for real, for real. But as far as me actually being willing to keep my penis outside of other bitches. It's way too much for me. I can't, you know, it's a lot for me to take on that responsibility. You so know I what I'm saying? I just want to be upfront about So I'm just going to let you know up front that I'm, I'm never going to tell you the truth when it comes to that. And I'm, I'm not yeah. going to be able to commit to you. You know, but I'm telling you, so we're good, right? Right. And and you, I still want you to let me Hit. be, be <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do what I want to do, what I th- want to have free reign to be your king and have free reign in your life, in your body, I want to be your in leader. your pockets. I want to lead. You. I want to be in control over you. I want to be an authority over you as your king. Let me tell you something. Niggas are so selfish. They're so selfish. I remember when I was eight, um, another age. Whoa. And All right. <laughs> maybe I actually was not 18. Okay. Um, Ooh. I was. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I dated this nigga, right? Mm. Who wanted me to move to the islands and, you know, really oh. just wanted to wife me up at a super young age right. and bought me dog tags. You know what I'm saying? My God. And um, I was like, yeah, I bought these for you. And, you know, I want you to have them when I go back to the Bahamas and blah, 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 blah. My parents saw those dog tags and were pissed. They As were like, they what very the well should be, sis. What is this? As they very well should Because I am been. nobody's property. Are you kidding me? You My know nigga, what I'm saying? That nigga put the dog tag on you. <laughs> nobody's property. And, you know, here I am, stupid. I was 17, actually. Oh, stupid, 17. God. Like, oh, this is cute. You know what I'm saying? That's not cute. Advice to your 20-year-old self. That's not cute. That shit is not cute. So, t- uh, t- uh, uh, Tamika, that shit is not cute. And I'm not just talking about your ridiculous ass eyes. Because that shit is not cute. That just, shit, just, like that response, King Senior, Big Daddy. makes me sad. Because... On her own, by her own rights, her own merits, her own talent, her own money. On her, her own. Sing, Patty. Her own resources. Tamika is a force. And she Once was a force. Again. Girl, girl, you got one more time. <laughs> she was a force before T.I. and his rubber bands came around. You know what, what I'm saying? Wild you know as the Taliban. Wild as the Taliban. Nine on the front. <laughs> Literally nine in his right and a 45 in his other hand. That's the problem. He told you it was a, it was a prophecy. He told Hold you what on. was coming. And he, like, he told you ahead of time. He said, hey, girl, nine in my right, 45 in my other hand. And you know what she did? She still kept riding for him. And her ass c- caught a case for him. Caught right. a case. Popped out babies. Popped Listen. out babies for this nigga. And you are a distraction. But wait, I'm saying that. It makes me sad that Tiny, as a businesswoman, as a woman, it is is successful outside of her relationship to her husband, right? Yes. I feel like, and I'm not even mad. Like if if he was doing right by her as a husband, I wouldn't be mad at all about the whole my king comment. But I feel like no. with with. Like titles with titles come responsibility. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. That nigga has not been and has as in in the public eye, he has 
been irresponsible with her and made her look stupid on several occasions. And it makes me sad that she would negate all, all of, of all of the work that she's done on her own by her own rights and still call yeah. this nigga my king. Like, he don't get to be your king no more, he sis. He doesn't deserve he don't, that. He don't deserve. And I, it just, it's irresponsible to me because, you know, not only are our ti- Tiny and T.I.'s daughters watching, but all the daughters of America are watching. And it just makes me sad that women still, you know, will, will at their own expense, chase a nigga and I'm not anti-nigga. I'm not anti-relationship. I'm not anti-husband. I'm not anti-any of that. This is not about feminism. This is not... This is more about, like, you know, respect and words meaning things and just, like, d- don't be with people that, that don't even acknowledge you and don't value who you are and what you bring to the That's table. It. That's it. Don't have me out here looking stupid. When, don't. <laughs> like, don't have really, me out here. We, we had a whole episode about deal breakers, but the bottom line deal breaker is don't whatever you do that I will have me out here looking the ass. That's a deal breaker. Like that's it. That's it. That's it. Don't have that's me it. out here looking stupid for people watching. And I mean, it's just like young girls out here thinking that they have to compromise themselves and compromise what they what they about what they their purpose, what they bring to the table, all their shine, all their talent, all their skills. And tolerate being treated less than by a nigga. And you're not a young girl. You got daughters. Your daughters are young girls. Like, you got a young lady, a young woman that you're raising right now. Like, this girl is out on her own, but you're still an example to her. You have Deja, who, yes, that's T.I.'s daughter, but you guys raise all your kids together. You got Eris. Harris. Eris Harris. Thank God that her parents are well off and rich and she will never have the problems that <laughs> that some of us will have had, have had to, to contend and with. And I in get our it. Life. I understand. Like, I understand being married. I understand complicated dynamics. I understand, you know, being in a, in a weird place. You know, you have Lala, who's kind of in a weird place right now with Carmelo, with all that he's done. Mm-hmm. You have Jay-Z and Beyonce, who have finally put it out there between Lemonade and Jay-Z putting out 444. You have all of these examples in front of you. And these women don't look stupid and the reason they don't look stupid look at jay-z had to come hard (laughs) okay jay-z him putting out an album i'm sure is not even a 16th of the work that he had to do in order to prove himself to beyonce in order for for him to come back from his bullshit to beyonce you know what i'm saying and it's well within her right as as his wife to come back but i'm sure she wasn't out here talking about you still my king even though you, you know sleeping with the beckys Oh, you damn sure ain't posting it. It's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's about knowing what you deserve and making sure that people live up to the responsibility that, that they that they want to claim. If he wants to claim himself as your king and claim himself as your big daddy and whatever else, then he needs to be showing the actions behind that. But he's not doing that. He told you that you are a problem for him. But he still gets to be your king. You need to go to therapy. Just, I just wish that we would just do a little bit better. And I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I ain't even nobody for real. But I honestly know that there are people who watch me and look to me as a, a role model or an example. I ain't even nobody. Like legit. Like 
I ain't even nobody for real. But I'm just saying, I'm conscious of the fact that the things that I do, people observe and may or may not use that information to help them make decisions in their own lives. And I'm not talking about on no, on the internet or on no national scale. I'm talking about the students who I interact with at work. I'm talking about people who, who, you know, young girls at the church. Like I acknowledge that there's a responsibility that comes with me being me. And it just makes me sad that people who have such big uh, influential platforms and yeah. and have access to people in such a, a, a broad way are so reckless with yeah. their lives. And I'm not saying that they they are, they are entitled to kind of live life and figure things out and get things wrong. That's not what I'm saying. Because, I mean, we've, I've, I've really tried to be quiet and keep my mouth off this whole situation. You will notice that we have never on this show, we didn't even really talk about when... Uh, the, when it when the episode aired and Ti gave a uh, tiny that car and basically said I don't really want to be with you but I I I'll ride for you forever like we didn't talk about that we nope. we didn't we didn't we could have but we didn't because I'm trying to be respectful of their family respectful of this 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 very difficult time in the lives of them and their children and I try to keep my mouth full, and I don't know all the details but I just feel like this is blatant outright like this you is, put it this out is there. like this is crazy this is crazy on such a flamboyant extravagant level that i could not keep my mouth shut nah especially when you out especially when you out here using words wrong because i take personal offense to that because i know what supersede means i know what fidelity means and i just you can't be out here just using words any way you want to use them and thinking that it's all right. I, I like I could even look over his like flagrant improper use of punctuation <laughs> and just the general like grammar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just I could look probably look over all of that, all of his um, you know, lack of, of space, lack of punctuation lack of everything, extra things. I could look over all of that if what you said wasn't some bullshit. Indeed. I just feel like you have to... But you're stupid and you're stupid. And And it makes me sad. It makes me sad. It makes me very sad. And I just, you know, for all of those who might be listening and who would pay me any mind, I just want you to know that if you actually would like a relationship... And, and where your partner is required to respect you and treat you like he gives a damn or she gives a damn that you deserve that. That's not something that that's not something that's asking for too much. That's not nope. a stretch. That's you know, asking for somebody to value you and respect you and to not have you out here um, looking a fool. Mm. I don't think that's too much to ask. Nope. And I don't think if that's not something that you're willing to tolerate, you don't have to tolerate it. That's really the bottom line of all I wanted to say. Don't feel like you got to tolerate this nonsense for niggas who don't give a damn about you. That's really that's like and niggas will show you. They say a lot of things, as we've seen here. They will say things, but their behavior is really what you not got to pay attention to. Because niggas will lie to you. They will tell you that they love you and continue to treat you like a side piece. Like, or they cannot lie to you. T.I. didn't lie. T.I. came out with it. He was like, exactly. No, 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 no. But, and he still, 
He still. He still did. He still. You. He stop. Girl. <laughs> I don't know. You just. I don't know. If you take any way anything away from us talking about this nonsense, just you don't have to tolerate niggas treating you any old kind of way, and mm-hmm. you don't. You don't. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I promise. But if you if you content and you good, hey, have at it. Live your life. Prosper. But I'm saying if it's a problem for you, you don't got to take it. He be Oshonda. Hey, hey, hey. Moving right along. <laughs> what? Unknown <laughs> tongue. You better go ahead. My sister's popping right now. Like This week we have a shout out to my sis and a shout out to my brother. Yum. We're going to shout out um, plantedorganics.com. Chef Royce, I, th- I think this is souvenir, uh, has come out with a handcrafted, no salt, vegan, gluten, and preservative free salad dressing line. Um, he sent me a sample of, of, of four different dressings and marinades. Oh, did cayenne. he? <laughs> hmm. Cayenne mango. I'm going to let you uh, Raspberry you oregano. <laughs> watermelon basil. And coconut ginger. And let me tell you all, they are everything. I have used them as dressings. I have used them as marinades on fish and hmm. chicken. So delicious. They're so... the it, you can check them out at plantedorganics.com. He puts an expiration date on the bottle. Very organized, uh, very professional, super professional um, with the packaging. So I definitely want to shout him out and tell you all to check out plantedorganics.com. Hmm. Plantedorganics.com. We'll put the information in the description box. But before we move on to the next shout out, sis, can you just remind me of this young man's name very quickly? Chef Roy Souvenir. Chef Roy Souvenir. Chef Roy, could you please sit down in my office for just one moment? (laughs) I have a question for you, Chef Roy. I think it's fascinating that Jade received samples of your salad dressings and marinades, and I did not. I would have you to know that I, too, enjoy salads. I, too, enjoy marinating my protein so that they would be magically delicious. And I just feel slightly, uh, I feel slighted, to be honest. I feel quite slighted that I did not receive a sample of your very tasty uh, <laughs> marinades and salad dressing. So if we could discuss that, I would very much appreciate Just it. Look at the packaging. Mm-mm, I don't want to see the packaging <laughs> because I didn't receive any of the packaging, you know, myself, Chef Roy. Okay. So can we have a conversation about that at some point? You know, my contact information, you can find me on Twitter. You know, my (laughs) DMs are open and available to you. If you would like to let me know why I received, I did not receive a sample, but JD, I know that Jade is a chef. I might not be a professional cook, but I too enjoy cooking and I enjoy food that tastes good. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just would like to know if it's not too much trouble, Chef Roy Souvenir, if you would just let me know why (laughs) I did not receive the samples like Jay did. Okay? You did all but put your location in Listen, <laughs> I, I, would, I, would, I just would like to know. I would like to know because, you know, Since there are you two hosts to get grown. <laughs> getting grown with Jade and Kia. J- getting grown true. with Jade and yes. Kia. Even though Jade is the cook, you know, this Kia likes true. to cook as well. I just feel like I felt slighted. I, I would like to know why I didn't receive any samples okay but y'all be sure to go on over to the little website and get your salad dresses because jay says they taste good i i don't know i don't know 
But so when Jay- you come back and visit, I'll make you some salad mm-hmm. 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 and a protein. I'll use two of the marinades mm-hmm. and salad dressings. They are definitely marketed as salad dressings. So let me stop. But I like to use them as marinades. I like to put them on my proteins. They're great for fish. They're great for chicken. Um, they're great for chicken wings. And then because they're salt free, you are able to monitor the seasoning that you want to do and whatever you have going on. So while my sister's over here pursing her lips and making the angry black lady face, I just want to let you all know to check out plantedorganics.com and uh, check out Chef Roy. Chef Roy, please send her some damn salad dressing so she can fix her face. I just want to know why I didn't get no salad dressing. That's all. I just had a question. It's just one question. If I could get the answer to that, I might feel better. That's all. If I had one wish. Mm-mm, not Ray J. Like some salad dressing. Um, we have another. A shout out to my sis. Sis, we bring do. it on. The next shout out to my sis uh, was sent to us by uh, Mr. Victor Jackson, also known as at Mr. Glamrock. So, uh, J, um, Victor writes, hey, Jaden Kia. My boyfriend hey. put me onto the show when we started dating and I'm obsessed. Hey. hey, hey, boo. Hey, you and boyfriend. How y'all doing? Um, I turned 32 at the end of the month and your podcast assures me that I'm not alone on my on a weekly basis. So thank you. Thank you, right. Victor. I'm writing in about my little sister, Aisha Jackson, who was recently cast yeah. as the standby for um, Anna in Frozen the Musical. Historically, Toni Braxton has been the only black woman to play a traditionally white Disney princess on a Broadway stage, but because she was already mother, nobody Debatable. gave her grief. Mm. Don't do Toni like that. However, yeah. my sister called me in tears yesterday because of the hate that she's been seeing on social media towards herself and other African-American cast members. I didn't believe it was that severe until I saw that media takeout wrote a story about it this week. While we were on the phone, I encouraged her that God has given her this assignment to change history and break stereotypes for generations to come. I'm keeping her lifted in my thoughts and prayers, but I would love if you all could join me in helping to surround her with a community of love and light during this process. Aisha's Twitter is at Starring Aisha. That's S-T-A-R-R-I-N-G-A-I-S-H-A. And her IG... Uh, her Instagram is at gifted to sing G I F T E D two the number two sing. She is the sweetest person I know. So it hurts my heart to see her in distress about this, but I know purpose will prevail in the end. Um, Victor also sent us a video of her performing, um, uh, ragtime on Ellis Island. And let me tell you something. She sung her face. She sure um, did. So Aisha, girl, let me tell you something about these white people. They are going to continue to be upset. But what I want you to do is go out here and be the best a God darn honor. You know how to be. I want you to sing Frozen until the white folks start to lose nose hairs. Frozen and until it melts. I want you to sing Frozen until all their faces crack just like uh, just like the movie Frozen. Okay, since I want you to get out here and show your booty. I want you to sing until the people can't take and they're gagging in the aisles of the theater. I want you to sing until they look like a melted pool of vanilla ice cream. Okay, and what I want you to do is I want you to crack your knuckles and begin to throw shade right back at them fools who are jumping in your mentions with their hatery and disdain because what they they will continue to be is mad sis, especially when you out here honoring on Broadway and they can't take it because you're sickening sick owning, sick Nick, sis. Okay, so what I want you to do is 
what I want y'all to do is I want y'all to go to uh, Aisha's Twitter and Instagram. Aisha. Exactly. And I want y'all to just encourage her. And I want her to, I want y'all to let her know that getting grown is, is listen, we just waiting. We sitting on the ready, waiting for her to we let sure us know. Are. Because what we will do is we will continue to drag these people who, who have attempted to drag her. I want her to focus on her, on her good singing. No and I want her to do her good singing in this show because she is everything. Sing it down. Don't let them distract you. And I want to tell you something, Aisha. I have a four-year-old daughter who I buy black dolls for her because I want her to know that that's what she needs to be having. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want her to, to be represented. I want her to feel good about who she is. So in addition to us talking to her, we buy her black dolls. And the other day, she says to me, I wish Rapunzel was black. And I said, Why? You know, even though I'm glad she said that. And she's like, because I'm black. I'm a black girl. I have black dolls. I want Rapunzel to be black like me. I said, well, then we can make Rapunzel black like you. She's going to have a fro down to the ground. Like we can make Rapunzel black just like you. And so the fact and Frozen is one of it. That's like like that's her jam. You know what I'm saying? Let it go. So I want you to know that you do have little black girls out here who Look up to people like you. And so the disgusting people that you have in your mentions, the disgusting people that you have in the comment six section, pay them no mind. They still buy their milk from Family Dollar. Okay? Mm-hmm. They don't mean anything to anybody. They serve no purpose in society. But what you're doing is serving a huge purpose, even more than what you realize. And so I want you to be encouraged. I want you to know that there are people out here who are rooting for you and cheering for you. And there are people out here who love the fact that you are representing something. And to all you idiots who said that it's appropriation, first of all, you don't have no culture. Let's be clear. <laughs> and fucking animation and fictional characters is not culture. Yeah, black people can go into a frozen mind too and whatever else the hell goes on in that goddamn movie and whatever they do on that fucking Broadway show but guess what she's gonna do she's gonna sing her ass off and you all can just be mad about it and keep buying stale cereal from the from the dollar general because nobody cares about you or what you think do you want to build a snowman (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) shout out to shout out to Well, do you? (laughs) Okay. Shout out to Aisha. Uh, Shout out to Aisha, who was cast as a standby for the role of Anna. There are also other African-American actors who've been cast to star in the show. Shout out to Jelani Aladdin, who's been cast as Kristoff. And shout out to James Brown III, Donald Jones Jr., and Nicholas Ward. They are um, also uh, African-American people who've been cast in the show, who've been getting all kinds of hate and... um, and foolishness in their mentions on their social media for white people being upset because white people like to be upset about things that they have stolen. So, um, listen, I want y'all to continue to, to, I want y'all to go ahead to Broadway, frozen on Broadway. I want y'all to act your faces off and just be as flawless as you naturally are. And they'll continue to gag. Don't let them steal your light. Don't let them steal your shine. The cold never bothered us anyway. Okay. They don't even have electricity. Do you Moving right man? along. <laughs> Do you wanna build a snowman? That's like my favorite song in Frozen. <laughs> I know the girls go up for "Let It Go," but I I stand for "Do You Wanna Build." Um, sis, you fell apart. You all right? 
Yeah. <laughs> that literally took me out. That was a hearty <laughs> from the stomach laugh. It's time to gather around the kitchen table once again. I hope you have your snacks and your beverages because we're going to talk about stress. I'm already stressed. We've had the, the first two. The, the first half of the show has stressed me out to, to a, a, an extreme extent. So I'm very glad that we're talking about this. As we navigate being 30 something uh, or just being an adult. <laughs> We're constantly bombarded with things, unexpected things that can stress you out. So it's yes. important, especially as African-American people of color, like we're just constantly, constantly assaulted with things that will steal your joy and your peace of mind. Um, and that right there will definitely wear on your body. So I wanted to talk about developing a process to get back to your peace of mind. Yeah, we have to have a process. When we stressed out, it, it be, it's really easy to just allow the stress to just take us over. Um, but you have it's it's it, um, I think it's important that you have conscious things that you can do to to get yourself outside of the stress and get yourself back to peace. Because when you're stressed out, you're not functioning, you're not thinking, and you're wasting time and money, um, which is what the devil wants you to do. But that's not. <laughs> but um. Yeah. But we don't have time for his old ashy butt. So um, we have to think critically about what we're doing and how we can change our behavior to continue to be productive as we work toward whatever our purpose is in life. So, sis, when you're stressed out, do you have things that you do that can kind of get you out of that place where you're just like spiraling in the stress? Yeah, I um especially lately because I've really been trying to focus on making sure that I manage my stress when I deal. Because, again, I've spoken about this before. You know, just in the food business in general, that's a very stressful business. It's a it's a time sensitive business. It's you know you have to be temperature sensitive. You have to make sure your food is at a proper temperature. You're not getting people sick, and at the same time, it all tastes good and that it's at, it's where it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? And you have to make sure all of that is done simultaneously. So. It's a very stressful industry to be in. Advertising is a very stressful industry to be in. Um, Working with celebrities is a very stressful industry to be in. You know what I'm saying? And then dealing with a family and dealing with everyday life is stressful enough as it is. So I know before I would kind of have some freakouts to myself. And, you know, it just wasn't it wasn't healthy for me. Stress can pull your hair out. Stress can make your skin break out. Stress can make you lose weight. Stress can make you gain weight. Stress can really take a toll on your health. Yeah, stress and, is like um, terrible for your body. Like it, it wears down your awful. organs um, yeah. and it can actually shorten your lifespan. It, yeah. You know, those of us, you know, it could weaken your it, immune it, system. Yes, it affects your gluten intolerance, which can make you more susceptible to diabetes. Um, it's really just, it's really, although stress, you know, healthy levels of stress are great great motivators and you know they kind of keep your adrenaline pumping but when the stress when the stress starts to get excessive um that's when it really actually starts to wear and tear on your body and like you said it becomes really dangerous so um, so i've tried to start to manage that by you know just stopping for a second mm-hmm. it gives you know you always take a second to process what's going on because there's no point in you invalidating what's happening like there's a reason why you're stressed but at the same time, you can't let it kill you or stop you from moving forward. Right. Um, you drop an entire pan of curry when you're on your way to right. a party. 
You know what I'm saying? All I could do is just stop for a second. I freaked out for like a half a second. Then I said, let me clean this up. Let me clean myself up and be glad that the entire thing didn't spill. Right. And go from there because there's nothing I can do about it at this point. I can't make an entire pot of curry and I'm on my way out the door. All I can do is clean myself up and try to make sure that my floor is not yellow until eternity. And then mm-hmm. from there, you know what I'm saying? Try to manage it. So I've stopped. I've started processing a little bit and then trying to just take the steps to 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 move forward past the stress that I'm dealing with. If it's a financial issue, you know, knowing that I've, I'll reflect back on other financial issues that I might have had in the past. And I'm like, all right, this is something that I can get past. I was able to get past the last one. It's stressful in this moment, but it's not going to last forever. Right. So those are just some of the small things that I'll do. Um, I also de-stress myself when I come home from work in my own way. You know, you know what Girl. I'm saying? Clearly. And that helps me to deal with everyday life as well. I bet it does. (laughs) I I talk to my friends. I talk it out. Sometimes I talk it out with myself. I've started to journal, but we'll start. We'll get to some of those things. What do you do, sis, when you feel yourself starting to get stressed? Because you know you get stressed. I do. It's like most anybody who knows me knows that I get stressed. And I think one of the things is like the gift and the curse of being someone who is a thinker. Um... Is that your imagination and the things that you that that you like love about your mind and how it can be so creative and just kind of have all these fantastic ideas can also be the thing that, you know, that you sometimes hate about yourself because it does not take long for my mind to go from zero to worst case scenario. Um, <laughs> and Same. I and and the problem is it it takes me a lot longer to come out of that place than it takes me to get there. Um, so like you said, stopping and trying to, um, you know, just stop hitting the don't panic button. Like, <laughs> like right. it's, it's like everything in my body, like stands up straight, especially when the stress gets to a certain level. Like I'm tense, I'm sweating, my heart is beating fast. Like I'm actually having a physical response to the, to the stress. Um, and, I have the tendency to hold it in, but I'm learning that I need to take the time to stop, settle myself down. And what has been most helpful to me is talking to talking to my friends about it and not just kind of like venting and vomiting and letting it all out. But seeking out people who I know are going to help and turn my perspective in the right direction. You have friends who will sit with you and be like, dang, that sucks. And y'all just sitting in the sucky place together. Um, Then you have friends who will be like, okay, I hear you. This is scary. Now let's think through how we can get us out of this place. Um, Given given your stress and your um, anxiety a deadline um, and saying like, okay, we're going to cry about this for the next three minutes. And then we're going to turn our face toward thinking, okay, how can we get out of this? Someone who's going to encourage you and remind you of the things that you already know. Because as a Christian, for me, a lot of times when I get really stressed out, the things that stressing me out is is a lot louder in my mind than the, than the than the stuff that I know, um, and literally co- trying to convince me and talk me out of what I know to be true. So I have you know my friends reaching out to my friends to be like, now Kia, like I know that you're stressed out about this bill, but God promised that He will supply all your needs. I know that the doctor said this, but you know you have healing, you're you're well, and you know just people who will seeking out. Having conversations with people who will help you out of your stress instead of sitting mm-hmm. in the stress with you. Um, so those are like my first two steps to get back um, 
on a process to peace, um, like you said, journaling and writing it all out is is also another thing that I do to just kind of get all the things that are swirling around in my head out on paper. And a lot of times when I do that, I can read it back and see like, oh, girl, you're you're really making this a thing. Like, you know, what I'm saying like mm-hmm. a lot of times you can your stress will help will have you in a place when you're worried about things that may or may not ever happen. You're not even seeing clearly or rationally. And it's like, well, let's not jump to conclusions. Let's just deal with the facts that we know about this situation right now. So right. those are the the three main things. Um, stopping, getting myself to the place where I'm stopping and putting a deadline on the stress. Like this is it. We're going to be stressed out. Then secondly, talking to someone who I, I know is going to help encourage me and bring me and turn me and get my thinking back on the right place. Um, and then journaling and, and get it all out um, so that I can and so I can have the information that I need to strategize and move forward. Right. Yeah, man. Um, so we looked up a couple of um, there's a lot of resources on the Internet about stress management, especially as it relates to people of color, women of color specifically. And it can also apply to the men of color because all of you have to deal with the woman of color <laughs> in some <laughs> way. Right. Like. In some, some way, form or fashion, shape, form or fashion. Your mama's black. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> there's a there's an article here uh, that Kia found uh, at developmentforafrica.org. Um, black women stress its effects and our responses to it. Uh, we'll make sure that we put the link in the description box. Uh, but it gives the definition of stress. It, it gives some, you know, some of the um, some of the effects of stress. But then it goes into helping to find uh, conclusions, finding competent self-management of stress. So it's a really good article that helps you to break down how to identify your stress and how how it affects you and then how to respond to it and how we respond to it. Diversitywomen.com also published some tips online as far as ways that African-American women can kind of de-stress themselves. The first one is get moving. Exercise is a natural stress buster. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times, you know, go for a run, go for a walk, try to get yourself out and moving because that will kind of help to clear your head and bring yep. your hormones and um, hormones back down to a place where you can kind of see things clearly and think think about them. Um Another one is bliss out, setting aside some time for some relaxation, just clearing your head of things and doing something that um, makes you feel good. Whether that be um, going out with one of your friends, calling up one of your girl- good girlfriends that you know that y'all don't do nothing but ha ha kiki and laugh until your stomach yeah. hurts. Um, doing that, eating something within moderation that, that makes you feel better. <laughs> you know, just kind of getting things just getting yourself to a place, doing something that makes you feel happy again, taking a, a, a hot shower. A hot shower is a, is a refresh. It's one of my favorite things to do. Oh, yeah. A lot of times after I cry, if I have a big a moment where I'm real stressed out about something, I will just cry until I'm finished crying. I will take a shower. Yeah. That's really like a restart to just kind of be like, woo, I got that snotty and crusty. You got to <laughs> wash all that off of you. Exactly. <laughs> Another thing is keeping lists. So like a, we can mm. sit down and kind of make a list of, what you after you've kind of processed your feelings, thinking critically and um, intentionally about what can I do to move forward from this place, making a to do list, even if it's just making a to do list to get your mind off of the stress, because if it's something that's outside of your control, you know, get your mind off of the stress and get back to the things that you can control. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, what what can I do? OK, that's that's what it, it is, what it is. Um, I can't do anything about that right now, right here today. But what mm-hmm. can I do that right now as far as keeping my productivity going? Because you know 
stress would have you sitting here and just Ooh. being unproductive and just sitting in it and while your life and your responsibilities continue to go on. So, um, and I'm telling you as a person who make like, I make lists, especially when I start to feel myself get overwhelmed, I'll stop and I'll say, all right, let me write out all the things I got to do. And I cross them off and it helps me yeah. to manage my stress while I'm doing it. Like physically writing out a list of the things that I have to do, no matter how small or big the task. Yeah. Unplugging is a good one. And also being mindful of yourself and mindful of your triggers. Uh, yeah. I've been reading um, a lot about mindfulness and, you know, the power of having positive thinking and the, you know, the negative effects of having toxic thoughts. So one of the things that I think is amazing about being a human being versus, you know, one of the things that are so cool about us being people and not being like, you know, dogs and cats is that we have the capacity. <laughs> we have the capacity to think about our thoughts. We can actually check our, our thoughts um, mm -hmm. and train ourselves. It takes time, but we can train ourselves to weed out the negative thoughts and train ourselves to think positively. So yep. sitting down and really thinking about, okay, what makes me feel this way? Why? Get into the root of things um, and then thinking thinking through and finding tools to kind of get to the bottom of why you, what the problem is and how and figuring out how to address it. Mm -hmm. um, and that is off. Oftentimes, that process is oftentimes um, improved um, by talking to a professional. So, again, yes. we talked about this a lot, but there is nothing wrong. I know people try to stigmatize and make you feel like you're crazy for having a counselor or somebody to talk to. Girl, that they, they are a hater and they don't want you. To, <laughs> they don't want you to shine. And so they are sick in the head. are sick in the head. I mean, we have a lot of things to deal with in our lives and there's absolutely nothing wrong with seeking out someone to help you find the tools to manage what you are dealing with. There's no exactly. shame in that whatsoever. Nope. So um, that's something that I'm working through myself, you know, especially grief is one thing dealing with the loss of my brother, but dealing with grief in addition to dealing with life as it comes, yeah, you know, uh, is, is really something that can be quite overwhelming. And I have been putting off and putting off and putting off, um, keeping up with, um, speaking to a counselor on a regular basis, but that's something that I definitely need to get back on track with, um, because mm -hmm. it just helps you. It's, it's just so helpful. Um, and I'm hoping that in the future we can, because I know that there are lots of Keisha was telling me this week that there are a lot of um, new podcasts out that are specific to um, mental wellness, mental health yep. and mental wellness um, for black women and for uh, persons of color, populations of color. Um, so I'm hoping that we can kind of get into those and share, share some of those resources with you guys in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So that's that's it for stress and stress management. You got something else you want to share with the good folks, sis? No, I want you guys to tell us some of the ways that you you find yourself um, not only identifying your stress, but how you how you manage it, because we all need to keep the conversation going. And if there are points and tips that you have to share um, to all of our fellow listeners and, and everybody around uh, that can help people with their stress as well, then please, by all means, I want us all to keep it going. Certainly, certainly, certainly. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Ben and Jerry's three new non-dairy frozen desserts are a new twist on vegan euphoria. So many non-dairy flavors, so little time, girl. Ben & Jerry's has three new non-dairy frozen desserts that are made from sunflower butter. The Ben & Jerry's flavor gurus have taken a big leap this time, and their new non-dairy flavors are the perfect sweet treats for vegans, vegetarians, and everyone in between, like me, because I like the chicken. Either way, 
I am really a big fan of these non-dairy desserts. They give a very ice cream mouthfeel. They taste like ice cream and like those original amazing Ben & Jerry's flavors. At this point, I have had the creme brulee, the mint chocolate chip. I've also had the cookies and cream. And all of them are blazing hip-hop and R&B child. I'm telling you, I'm excited about them. And I I never thought that I would like a non-dairy frozen treat because, you know, I like the dairy. But this I really uh, am not mad at. You know, you can't go wrong with them awesome Ben & Jerry's flavors. So check out the Ben & Jerry Sunflower Butter lineup and the whole non-dairy family at BenJerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. Enjoy. Technology has improved almost everything, yet mattresses have more or less been the same since the invention of sleep. Hello, Springs. Ugh. We deserve better. And finally, the mattress has evolved thanks to Purple. The secret to Purple is the Purple Grid, a patented technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style and won't sink or lose shape. Purple is for every body, no matter how you sleep. Purple is designed with over 2,800 open air channels and naturally temperature neutral gel, so you'll never sleep too hot or too cold. So if you sweat like me, that sounds like a dream. The Purple mattress is soft where you want it, firm where you need it, and comfortably cool all over. Every Purple mattress comes with free shipping and returns and a risk-free 100-night trial. So I received a Purple sample of what the mattress would feel like. It was firm between my fingertips, but I still was able to lay my hand. If it was a little clammy, then it, it cooled down. It was soft. It was cushiony, but it bounces right back. It's everything that I would enjoy sleeping on. Experience the next evolution of sleep. Go to purple.com slash grown and use promo code grown for a limited time. You'll get $150 off any purple mattress order of $1,500 or more. That's purple.com slash grown. Promo code grown for $150 off any mattress order of $1,500 or more. Terms apply. Honestly? Truly. Honesty box time. It's time for the honesty box. Honestly, truly. Honestly, truly. Yes, make a song out of it. Honestly, truly. Honestly and truly. And honestly and truly. And honestly and truly. I love Joanne. Anyway. Shout out to you, Joanne. Hi, Jaden Kia. Yes, we shout we shout you out, Brandon, Joanne, all of y'all. We live. Um Hi, Jade and Kia. I love you both, and your podcast has gotten me through several road trips and drives to work. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> my dilemma is about my best friend. We became friends about four years ago. We worked together as teachers, lived close to each other in New York, and did everything together. After two years, I moved to L.A. for grad school. Right before I moved, she met her current boyfriend. That was difficult for me because, of course, she went through the honeymoon stage of her relationship. But this was right as I was about to move across the country and wanted to spend as much time with her as possible. This put a big strain on our friendship, but we eventually got past it. She came to visit me in L.A. and things were right back to how they always were. I currently live back in my hometown and she's still in New York. Our biggest issue is that we are so different personality wise. I am what I've heard y'all refer to as a Pinterest friend. (laughs) It's fine. I love the cutesy stuff. I'm the emotional one and love to talk on the phone and FaceTime. She's more of the chill, can text every once in a while and be fine, not interested in the emotions type. We balance each other out beforehand, but not it's causing a lot of friction. But now it's ca- it's probably now, it's now yeah. it's causing a lot of friction. You add the long distance and the fact that she's not pregnant and it's gotten worse than ever. I'm wanting to FaceTime and see the baby bump, hear all the pregnancy details and try to maintain the same friendship we had when we both lived in New York. She rarely wants to talk on the phone. She never has liked to talk on the phone. We'll go days without texting and gets annoyed when I'm frustrated by the lack of communication. 
She's come to visit me in, in my hometown, and I've been to New York a few times to visit and for her gender reveal. Things are great when we're together, but how do I deal with the communication aspect during the months in between our visits? How do you manage a friendship that has very different needs than you? I'm looking forward to hearing both of your perspectives and wish you both continued success. Thank you for Thank writing you. in. Oh, well, you want to go first or me? Um, You go ahead, sis. So, boom. I think that friendships, just like people, go through changes. Like, evolve. They, you know, there are times when the communication is really high and heavy. And then there are times where it dies down. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the major lessons, lessons that I have learned is that, I guess what I'm trying to say is, what I'm hearing is, the logistics of her life right now just may not be conducive to y'all sitting up on the phone all the time. I don't think it's personal. You know, I think the dynamics of your relationship have just changed and they're just not what they used to be. I think that if it's something that you voiced to her and she's not said Mm. like, I mean, I don't get the sense. I don't get the sense that you guys are in a place where your, your friendship is over or you guys don't love mm-hmm. each other anymore. I just think it's just a matter of, you know, where, where she is in life. And if she's never been a phone person, long distance is not going to do anything to change that. I just don't want you to kind of, I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't think that you should take it personally. Um, I think you can right. voice to her that you're concerned and, you know, you just love her and you want to, you know, be there and support her. It makes you feel a certain kind of way. As long as you kind of make sure and check in that this is not because she's feeling some kind of way to you, towards you about mm-hmm. one thing or another, um, which I'm not getting that impression. But if you make sure that, that y'all are not in a bad place or this is not a result of some sort of issue or problem, then I wouldn't take it personally. It's just a matter of her being busy living her life. And, you know, she's dealing with a lot of changes and the friendship is just in a place where y'all don't, y'all don't communicate as much as you once did. Um, Mm -hmm. And I would just try not to take it personally, try to make sure that that she knows that you're there for her and you want to talk to her. Um, continue to reach out when you get the urge, but don't take it personally when she can't talk to you for as long or can't talk to you at all. Um, you know, she's, you guys are older now and grown and about to be parents. So it's just like not, you know, the, the constant day to day, all day long texting and talking. It's just not, not something that is functional anymore. What do you think? Sid? Right. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Not And it's not, I'm not trying to say, I'm not saying this smugly or arrogantly, but when you become a wife and a mother and she, this is her first child, you are consumed. Like you have a lot going on. You've got doctor's appointments. I'm sure she has a job. You have to work. You have a spouse um, to interact with and, and you guys are managing a household together. And then you've just got, you know, other aspects. And then on top of that, you all have the challenge of living in different places. I have a lot of friends that... Mm-hmm. um are long we're long distance friends. I have one friend who I've had since I was 15 years old and we will go we went like a couple months without talking to each other right. and it wasn't because there was any fallout it was because we were both busy. She's a mother of two. She has a job. She's going through things herself. I got my stuff going over here that I've talked to you all about. And so we just it just didn't our times didn't match up. We weren't able to talk like that. Another thing you have to look at is um 
well, let me finish that. And so we didn't talk for a long. And then we got on the phone one day and we just talked and we talked for a few days. And then I couldn't talk for like a week because I had a shit ton of stuff going on. Then we got back on the phone. I FaceTimed her baby. We had a day where we did that. And then that was that. You know what I'm saying? And it's no love lost when we when we have time in between where we're not able to talk. It just is what it is. We understand that our individual lives are very different, that we live in different places, that we lead different lives, and that when we can come together as friends, it's great. And then when we're separate, again, no love lost. Right. Um, you also talk about a difference in personality, and that's something that you have to take into account with a friendship. Everybody right. doesn't operate and feel the same way that you do. And that's not... Uh, that's not a diss as to who you are as a person or you being more sensitive or more of the quote unquote Pinterest friend, like in her being, you know, just more the, the more lax, more laid back one or whatever, the one who doesn't have to talk all the time. Like you guys have different personalities and you just have to respect that. You have to respect the fact that she may not communicate the way that you do or as much as you do. But that I don't think that means that she loves you any less, because right. I would hope that if you guys are friends to the degree that you're telling us that she would tell you if there was a problem. And based off of the type of personality that you're saying she's had, it sounds like she would tell you like, you know, I don't like this or I don't like that. So you have to look at your difference of personalities. You have to look at your distance and you have to give her the space and the respect with the, with the huge changes that are coming in her life right now. You know what I'm saying? You have to do that because when your time comes, when you experience right. different changes, you want her to give you that same respect. Right. You know, totally. so we just always have to respect one another's different personalities. And that doesn't mean that you allow somebody to be a shitty friend. But I've had friends get upset at me like you don't reach out to me. You don't do this. You don't do that. And you can address certain things. You know, sometimes maybe you can do better. Maybe certain friends can do better with right. reaching out. But, you know, life gets in the way and we have to we have to be mindful of that. And we have to sometimes try to take our emotions out of that because life happens like life happens every day. B. So you got to You just got to roll with the punches and know that if you guys have a bond and you have a friendship and you have love, rely on that. Know that when you talk, you're able to catch up on everything. And then there may be periods where you don't talk and it is what it is. But you're still friends and you still love one another. You'll still be there for the big moments. And just give her that that space and that respect. That's good, sis. Well said. Thank you. You know, I hope that was able to help you. I hope that, you know, it gave you some perspective. I hope you didn't feel like it was an attack because it's definitely not attack on your personality. Not at all. Or who you are as a person or even on your certain, on your, on your um, current situation. It's just knowing that your friend has a different situation and her situation is changing. And you want to make sure that you're not adding extra stress to that by being consumed with yourself too much. Sometimes we have to take ourselves out of things and we're all, all guilty of sometimes taking things too personally. So this is not just about you. This happens to the better of us, but we just have to learn how to check it. Agreed. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Petty peace time. It's time for petty peace. That's ugly. <laughs> I'm going to read a petty peeve uh, that was sent in to us by one of our listeners. And I'm going, I selected this one because it definitely just was so relatable and it resonated with me in such a way because I share this petty peeve um, with her. 
She writes, greetings, ladies. I have a petty peeve. I just have to get off my chest. Have either of you heard of misophonia? Simply stated, it is the hatred of specific sounds. For me, it's the sound of people chewing. I literally just can't had to take a deep breath writing this because the very thought of what I am about to type is raising my blood pressure. Can we all agree to just chew with our mouths closed? Is that really difficult? I cannot put into words how angry and instantly annoyed I get when I'm in the room with someone eating who insist upon sloshing food around in their <laughs> mouths like a horse oh. or damn near lapping and slurping their beverages like a dog. I have a roommate who insists on entering my space with her meal and turning the TV down before she sits down to eat. It's like she knows it annoys me and wants me to hear every bit of her food slide down her throat. No, ma'am. It is to the point where I have to get up and leave the room in conclusion for the sake of my sanity and of all people who suffer from this ridiculous, very real condition. Please just be cognizant of what your mouth is doing while you eat. Thank you so much, management. Mm. I share this. Listen, because one of the things that if you ever want to see me cringe, just slurp your beverage in my presence. I'm getting anxious. Give me a second. Oh my God. <laughs> and then you wonder why it's annoying. I treat you bad because you do stuff nah. like that. So, nah, no, that one's annoying, but slurping. My, this is not my petty peeve. Like, if I can just like piggyback off of you though, when you got a straw and there's no more drink left, oh God. Stop sucking. I don't want to hear your straw suck the bottom of your glass. That is wild annoying. And if you're doing that passive aggressively to get the attention of your server, then you're a child. Sorry. That just reminded me of that because it's almost the same sound. It's so, so crazy. Um, it's especially like with hot beverages, like my mom and my grandparents, <laughs> like they serve their tea sometimes and I just be at the <laughs> kitchen table stressed out. I've been trying not to slurp my tea this entire time. I've had ginger tea. Oh, God. It just takes me to a place. Now, I understand occasionally you get a little zealous and you're thirsty. So a sound or two, I can I can deal with that. But if it's like relentless, like every time you put the cup to your face, we're going to have a problem. We're going to have a problem. But yes, I I thank you for submitting that. Misophonia is certainly a real condition. And I wish that those of you who actually slurp and chew loud and smack, I wish that you would acknowledge that and just be a bit more um, respectful. Cognizant. Yes. Be respectful yeah. to those of us who might be dealing with this very, very real issue. <laughs> Go ahead, sis. What's yours? Cool. Mine comes from another listener, Brandy. Who says, and, this, and you know, we, we have so many petty peeves about just Y'all are petty. I love it, though. It sits, in my, it sits in my spirit as well. I work in a hospital and I cannot stand when the elevator door opens and people are standing right in front of it as <laughs> nobody, as if nobody has to get off. Step back. You will get on this elevator before it closes. Let me out. Listen, we talk about. Every This is so universal. Everybody takes an elevator. Everybody takes a lift, whatever you want to call it. This is also applied with the door, how the door works. Let me come out before you try to come in. Train doors. Let me get off before you get on. 
The bus. Stand to the side and let me get off before you get on. Get from in front of the entryway. I don't understand why people think that that is okay. They are constantly on their phones. They do not have any awareness as to to anybody else around them. And it includes them standing in front of the elevator. It is one of the things that irritates the life out of me. People who try to come in before you go out of the door also irritates the life out of me. I had a white boy in my building the other day because I have a bunch of millennials who work in my building who clearly have no parents. (laughs) And... He, I'm coming out the door and this nigga like brushes past to hurry up and walk in. I had to turn around. I was like, that's not how it works, buddy. (laughs) It's not how it works. So I, yeah, this petty peeve really, it really set in my spirit. Thank you, Brandy. Yeah, man. And thank you to everybody who, um, everybody who wrote in last week, everybody who's continued to write, to, to rate us and write us and like us five stars and all of that in between. Um, shout out to all of the listeners at Curlfest yesterday hey. who came up and spoke and said hello and um <laughs> all of the ones who gave me their their well wishes and and their apologies about what happened at Noah's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um it made me laugh but it also felt good cuz you know I was like, yeah, you know, fuck them. So Thank you all who came up and who said something. Um, I'm sorry that I was racing around like a chicken with my head cut off, but I appreciate you all taking the time to say something Um, and give Kia your love as well. Indeed. I appreciate it. I wasn't there, but y'all are so nice. Send me some salad dressing. I mean, it's only right. Can I have some salad dressing? Please. 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 I'm never going to hear the end of it if you don't send her some I just felt some, some kind of way. How you? And I would send her some of my salad dressing, but you sent me four different kinds, and I definitely like all How of them. How you going to send her salad dressing <laughs> and not send me none? That's real. So don't y'all be sending Kia your college, your college shirts and not sending me one, too. I don't know. I just feel like, well, I mean, if that's what we doing, then I guess he don't have to do nothing. That ain't, you can't put that on me. How you gonna put that on me? No, I'm, just, I'm just saying, I just felt, I felt slighted. <laughs> I felt slighted, but maybe that's just my bad and I got to get over myself. No, you please salad dressing for Kia <laughs> campaign. Hashtag salad dressing for Kia. K-E-I-A. Anyway, (laughs) thank you for listening to another episode of Getting Grown. Make sure you check us out every Tuesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, um, all of the other platforms that we're on, Spotify. uh, For all of you all asking, again, uh, for us to um, get on other platforms. I don't have nothing to do with that, but I'll ask the network. (laughs) We try. We try. We'll 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 give them what we'll give them your request. We'll definitely put it in the box, but we don't have anything to do with that. Uh, so once again, thank you all for listening. Yes, and uh, continue to drink your water, uh, moisturize, and uh, uh, mind your business. You have to stay moisturized because you will your black will in fact crack if it's dry. Okay. Bye. Ben and Jerry's three new non-dairy frozen desserts are a new twist on vegan euphoria. The Ben and Jerry's flavor gurus have taken a big leap this time. Their three new non-dairy flavors are made with sunflower butter, and they're the perfect sweet treat for vegans, vegetarians, and us, which is everyone in between. Check out the Ben and Jerry's sunflower butter lineup and the whole non-dairy family at BenJerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com.